everyone, and welcome back to Celebrity Podcast. My guest today is a well-known actor, director, highly respected artist. I didn't have this part on the original copy. Did you add that part in there? Um, yeah. Okay. Is, is that true, though? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to say artist because I feel like even that's a little pushing it. Okay. Right. Uh, you might know him as the pothead from the movie Spring Breakers or the pothead from the movie Pineapple Express. Or you might know him as the guy that cut his dick off arm. in the movie 120. Arm. I'm sorry? Arm. Oh, arm. The guy that cut his arm off in the longest movie ever, 127 hours. Please welcome James Franco. Uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the movie 127 Hours would have been way more entertaining if The Rock fell on your dick. <laughs> yes. Right? Because then at least it's funny. <laughs> but then I guess you couldn't have uh, drank your own piss, which mm -hmm. means you would have died pretty quickly. Yeah. Now that be kind of became your thing, right? Like you got typecasted as the guy that would drink piss, yeah, just to be in the movies. That was sort of my thing. It's like, oh, we need a guy to drink piss. Yeah, we'll call Franco. Exactly. So, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Um, mm -hmm. Me and you, we had a run-in with each other a few years ago, correct? Yeah, five years ago it was five years ago in october yeah that's right because it was um it was halloween yeah and i remember you and your brother were throwing a party yeah because halloween was on a friday that year and right. apparently during this time you and your brother dave always had parties on fridays, on fridays. they called them franco Fridays. right franco fridays and i remember going to the party yeah it was halloween themed obviously right so I was dressed as a police officer, and I remember I I got to your house, and I have my, like, hot cop uniform on, and I thought it would be funny if I were to do, like, a little prank on you, because we pulled pranks on each other all the time back those days. Yeah. And I thought it would be funny, you know, to knock on the door and um, pull my little fake toy gun out from my holster yeah and when you open the door i'd be pointing it at you yeah and it would be a big goof and everyone would laugh yeah but what ended up happening was you you swing open the door i have my gun pointed at you yeah and you think i'm a real cop yeah and you are freaking out oh man yeah and the first words that come out of your mouth. Do you remember the first thing that you said? Um, yeah. What did you say? Don't shoot. I know where the baby is. That's exactly what you said. And you were you were dead serious. Yeah. You looked like you were about to have a heart attack. Yeah. It was so heavy and so much stress I got a, uh, a hemorrhoid. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, what the fuck? I later heard like you were kind of pissed about it i wasn't pissed i was like concerned man like if if you thought i was a real cop yeah and the first words out of your mouth is don't shoot i know where the baby is i mean what am i supposed to think here you know <laughs> i after that I, I i tried to ask you like multiple times at the party what did you mean by that and you kept changing the subject you would like hand me a book and be like oh look at this book but like <laughs> yeah. 
you wouldn't answer the question. Yeah. And then fucking Owen Wilson, who's annoying, wanted to play charades so badly and yeah. teamed us both up, which, by the way, you're fucking horrible at charades. <laughs> Why? For, for a, an actor, I, you are horrible. I was trying to give you answers. You You weren't giving me answers. You were wiggling around like an idiot. I thought I was giving you answers. Fucking horrible, man. Okay, I, and I, you weren't giving me answers. I still didn't get an answer about the baby thing. I mean, why did you say, I know where the baby is? Probably some dumbass reason. <laughs> well, no. See, there has to have been a good reason. That's a very specific thing to say. Yeah. So, what was the reason? Um, what is this? What are you... All right, so... This is a book about um, a necrophiliac oh that's running God. around the okay. woods murdering people so they can have... All right, I get it. You don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about something else. All right, uh, thanks for the book. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your new project. Uh, you seem to have made yourself the guy in Hollywood that's going to adapt all these famous stories from these legendary authors. Yeah. Uh, you did Steinbeck. You did McCarthy. You did Faulkner twice. Yeah. And now you are working on a reimagining of William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Tell me about this project because you seem to be uh, approaching this one differently from anyone else that's done it in the past. Right. Uh, you have a little twist in the story, I understand, a little hint of something else. Yeah, I mean, we. there is a, I guess you could call homoerotic sort of hint. Right, because... Uh, you casted yourself in the movie as Romeo. Yeah. And then for Juliet, you casted a um, male actor. Yeah. Who did you cast as Juliet? Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. And what was your reasoning behind that? Like, were you just like, oh, well, this will be different? Yeah. Oh, this will be an experiment. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what's weird, because I, from what the footage you showed me, I mean, it just appears that my, it's like, you didn't try to dress Michael Shannon up like a woman or anything, or it. It he just kind of looks like Michael Shannon, like on his day off or something. Right. <laughs> and then you you change the whole story up. Uh, you decided you need to rewrite Shakespeare. Yeah. And you added all these sex scenes into the movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, you've admitted yourself didn't go as planned. Right. Um, how many sex scenes did you add in there? Four sex scenes, the most ridiculous, absurd, horrible sex scenes you've ever seen in a movie. All between you and Michael Shannon. Yeah. You had your brother Dave come in to direct these scenes. Now, I guess this is where it kind of all went wrong. Um, Dave is notorious for his long takes. Yeah. Why is that? Um, he's doing what an artist does. Well, I don't think that... I mean, you don't have to do long takes just to be an artist, and I frankly have a little bit of a problem calling your brother an artist as well but <laughs> yeah okay so you're doing this super long sex scene with michael shannon yeah what is he saying when this is going on oh this feels good oh so he's enjoying it yeah he wants more yes okay it's like give me more give me more give me more oh wow but you're not feeling it you're not into it at all no you're starting to feel sick yeah your brother is shouting 
let's fuck it up, guys. Like, I guess that's a term that he used, right? Yeah. Um, hey, let's really fuck it up on this one. Yeah, fuck it up. And then we fuck it up. Jesus. Which is also weird because it is my, my brother. Well, yeah, that's a weird thing for your own brother to be shouting at you as you're doing this sex scene. But it made me work really hard. So how long was it until you were finally done? By the time I was done, I was sweating, crying, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it had been 21 minutes of just straight going at it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So is this the point when um, Dave, he calls you over to the monitors to watch playback? Yeah. And this is when you discover that Dave was actually doing a really tight zoomed in shot the whole time yeah like basically all you can really see is the balls yeah and you were not happy with this at all not happy not satisfied went into a depression so you're not even going to use any of the footage no i just i find it so interesting because i i saw earlier on deadline that you are starting pre-production on another movie here called american stud yeah which is kind of like american gigolo but with two guys having sex yeah and it it baffles me because you casted yourself again as the lead yeah and opposite you is michael shannon Mm-hmm. see okay here is here's what i think okay um you you have all these movies that you're making you you made the the broken tower a few years ago which had a very elaborate sex scene between you and michael shannon yeah now you're doing this romeo and juliet remake which basically you rewrote to only have sex scenes between you and Michael Shannon. Yeah. And now that I hear that you're starting another movie up with basically the plot being you and Michael Shannon banging the whole time. Yeah. It just seems to me that you would save a whole lot of time and energy, save a lot of other people's time and energy that are working on these movies if you just simply – went and rented a motel room and you and Michael Shannon just fucking banged for a while. I mean, your brother can watch in the corner if that's his thing. Yeah. It will just, a lot of money and a lot of time right. can be saved if you just <laughs> think about, just think, just think about it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go ahead and just wrap this episode up. Thank you, James Franco, for joining me here. Yeah. And yeah. Um, thank you everyone for tuning into Celebrity Podcast. And I hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Oh, that was good, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one one last time, straight up. Yeah. Off the record. Did you kidnap a baby five years ago? I, I, this is a book about... Um... Okay, get the fuck out of here. Turn on